0: I want to talk to you briefly about something I'm really passionate about, which is awakening your intuition. And that's why I created a seven-day online course that reconnects you back to your highest self. And all of the information in it is channeled directly from spirit. The best thing about it is you can do the course on your own time and your own schedule. It's seven days of in-depth intuition lessons. You find out what kind of psychic you are. You break through subconscious obstacles and clear away what doesn't serve you. There's a really powerful third eye act that will wake up your channeling And this course is truly for anyone who is ready to up level enlighten and commit to their life when your intuition is strong you make amazing everyday decisions that really help you get aligned back to your purpose back to your soul if you want to hear more about it head over to my website spirit slash courses you can read student testimonials and also take a really fun how intuitive are you quiz it's time to see the magic in your own life There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as other worldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the Spirit Loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello, little lovies. I am Steffi, your psychic. And welcome back to Psychic Scoop, the podcast with spirit sis. That's me. Well, that was a Great intro. (laughs) Doing good so far. How are you guys doing? It is my pleasure to come back for another week. And if you are tuning in for another week, or if you're new here, welcome. It is such an honor to be here and share spiritual combos with you. Today's topic I'm super excited about because I was thinking about it all weekend. And then of course, one of my listeners DM'd me this morning asking me about this (laughs) And I said, girl, are you psychic? Because I'm literally going to record a podcast on this today. Okay, anyway, I'm just not going to tease anymore. Today, I'm going to talk about superstitions. You, Stevie Wonder, very superstitious. I am very superstitious. Honestly, I always believed in superstitions, maybe because I am a witch or was a witch in my past life. Superstitions have always fascinated me. And what's so cool about it is there is a different superstition to depending on what area of the world that you live in. And also it's kind of generational like what your parents told you growing up. When you guys were little, did you get yelled at because you opened an umbrella inside? <laughs> I swear my mom would always be like, "Don't open the umbrella inside. It's going to be bad luck." And I swear I don't open umbrellas inside, but were we just told that because umbrellas are kind of dangerous pokey weapons <laughs> and opening them inside is kind of scary and it could get someone's eye out. I don't know. Or did it truly bring bad luck if you open an umbrella inside. If anyone opened an umbrella and it led to a bad day, DM me. I want to <laughs> interview you for the podcast. But in general, superstitions, yeah, I my entire life I've always had these weird little quirks about me. Some superstitions I'm really into and some I'm like, mm, I don't really know. So today I'm going to go through the origins of where these superstitions even came from and if I truly believe in them. And I also want to open it up to you guys and see what you guys think when you're listening to these superstitions. I also just love this topic. It reminds me of Halloween, which is my favorite time of year. But I just think it's so fascinating. I went on this giant (laughs) Google search on all of these superstitions. And then I went into this endless rabbit hole on Reddit and Twitter. And so now I'm bringing you all that good juicy information so you didn't have to spend your entire Memorial Day weekend researching superstitions. But anyway, back to it. So what exactly is a superstition? I looked up this on Wikipedia. So it is commonly applied to beliefs and practices surrounding luck, prophecy, and certain spiritual beings, particularly the belief that future events can be foretold by specific unrelated prior events. Okay, this is also pretty funny. The top of the Wikipedia page states, a superstition is a belief and practice resulting from ignorance. (laughs) or misunderstanding of science. Okay, whatever. They also include the belief in fate or magic. We're here for that. Supernatural influence, we're here for that, or fear of which is unknown. There's a little bit of sprinkle of truth to that too. Okay, let's go through some of these superstitions and where they even freaking came from. I'm getting a lot of this information, by the way, from Google Arts and Culture. Who knew? Okay, so one of them is knocking on wood. (laughs) I i have always knocked on wood. You know how someone's like, oh, knock on wood. Like, you know, you don't want to jinx it. It's kind of like a jinx. So I believed in this one so much that I actually kept a block of wood in my glove compartment during like high school for my first car. This is not a joke. So anytime someone would say something, I'd be like, oh no, knock on wood. But it wasn't just knocking on the wood. You had to knock an even number over four. I don't know where that came from, but I always believed that odd numbers are not good. Even numbers solidify. And four is a good number in numerology because it has to do with angels. So whenever something would happen, I'd always knock on wood. But I also started to protect my car with the wood. So whenever I was going somewhere, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get there safe. Knock on wood. (laughs) One, two, three, four. So I really believed in this. So the origin is a phrase that is from a Indo-European or Celtic belief that spirits, good and bad, resided in trees who could either be called upon for protection or chased away by knocking on their home. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. So apparently you're knocking on the wood to chase away the spirit. (laughs) I was thinking you were knocking on the wood to let the spirit know you wanted it to do the thing because like knocking on wood means you want it to happen. If you knock on wood, that means, you know, or I guess you could do something bad like, oh gosh, like, you know, I hope I don't fail that test, knock on wood. That's very interesting. I'm curious to know if that's a habit you guys still have. I still knock on wood. I do. I think it's a good practice. I don't know why. Maybe it is because it's so related to spirits, but I do believe in wood and trees and nature and every single thing that we have is a living thing. It has energy into it. Yeah, I still knock on wood. (laughs) That's still a superstition I live by. Okay, next, walking under ladders. Mm, Okay, I think I'm like 50 50 on this one. I definitely wouldn't go out of my way to walk under a ladder. But I've walked under a ladder before if it was like in New York City or Chicago or when I was walking down the street. And I swear like I had an okay day. (laughs) But I don't know whenever you see a ladder leaned up against somewhere and there's a sidewalk underneath, it's kind of eerie. I don't know. That's just me. But this is a European or possibly Egyptian superstition. And this is, I guess, Christian symbolism for the Holy Trinity of the Father and the Son. Oh, okay. The number three. So it's like a triangle. And if anything has three sides, it's came to be regarded as sacred. And the ladder forms a triangle. So naturally, to walk under the ladder would be to destroy the Trinity. And that means punishment punishment. okay all right so they don't want you to walk into a triangle like what (laughs) i i totally get the symbolism i think triangles are really cool but i don't feel like if i was like carrying around a protractor i would be breaking a curse but that's interesting i i think i'm going to say i don't believe in this one and by the way this is just my opinion if you if you don't want to walk under a ladder don't and also don't blame me if you walk under a ladder and like (laughs) and are late for work or something okay cool So this is a very common one, the broken mirror. The broken mirror, I guess it's the whole superstition is if you break a mirror, then you're going to have bad luck for seven years. I think it's something like that. So this is ancient Greece, and it comes from the Greek myth of narcissus. Narcissus. (laughs) And it's the idea that a crack in the mirror would somehow break someone's charm or trapped someone's soul. And also as ancient Romans, they believed that a broken mirror would bring the seven years of bad luck. Yes, that's so that's what I said, or poor health because the mirrors have the crack. Now, I think that is kind of crazy that if you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck. (laughs) Because listen, mirrors are glass, they are fragile. And I've broken a glass. I mean, if you dropped your iPhone and it cracks, you technically cracked some sort of glass in some way. And every millennial Or Gen Z, we've been there, or anybody for that matter. If you haven't cracked an iPhone, that's impressive. Congrats. (laughs) But most of us have. But as far as like a mirror, an actual mirror that you look into, I think there's actually more symbolism to that than just a superstition. You know, mirrors reflect who we are, they reflect our souls. If you look into your own eyes, you can see your own soul. And there's actually a lot of spiritual work surrounding mirrors, which one day I will definitely talk about because I do mirror work all the time and I love it. But if the mirror cracks, I think that some sort of symbolism for what are you ignoring? What can't you see? Because once there's a crack in the mirror, there's obviously a flaw. So maybe there's something that is flawed in your relationship. Maybe that's something that's flawed within yourself. Maybe you're not seeing yourself properly, or maybe you're being too hard on yourself and the the crack is the flaw. (laughs) That reflection, right? Whenever you break a mirror, one, give yourself credit, it's glass. It's easily fragile and can break. But then also if there is symbolism involved about what you doing? Were you moving? Is it an old mirror? Is it vintage? Who did it belong to? Or is it just some weird random thing? Uh, do you use this mirror every day? Just kind of take note about what the mirror means, significance to you. And if you don't feel like in your gut there's anything, it just happened to break, then that's okay. But you're not cursed for seven years. Please, please, please. So I'm not going to just debunk that one. I'm going to say let's look deeper into that one. I keep thinking of Snow White, a mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all. It's magic. It's mystical. We've always kind of had a fascination with mirrors in the superstition world, but don't get caught up. You're not doomed for seven years. Let's talk about black cats. This is a very famous superstition that's been around for a minute. And the superstition is one black cats are evil or dark, or if a black cat crosses your path, you're going to have bad luck or it's foreboding or something bad's going to happen of the sort. So this came from Europe, I guess from the dark ages. Wow. In 1232 AD, the Pope Gregory the Ninth declared them as an incarnation of Satan. (laughs) okay Greg seriously (laughs) I guess this is just kind of downhill for black cats in the middle ages they associate black with evil and death and feline with some sort of like devil incarnation there's no like way to debunk this I just think this is absolutely ridiculous first of all cats are animals (laughs) they are very gentle and soft and sweet I'm sure not all black cats are sweet that goes for any animal and I think black crows are even associated with death as well. Black evil and death is kind of a normal symbolism. That's not necessarily false, but black cats are not evil or dark or foreboding. I actually have known many black cats. I lived with a black cat that was the sweetest black cat, my best friend Haley's black cat is literally the kindest, will cuddle in your lap for hours. So I want to debunk that black cats are not evil (laughs) or bad luck, and that's a bunch of whack. Also, to even prove the opposite. Black cats were worshipped as gods in ancient Egypt. So take that, Pope Greg and everyone else who does not think that black cats are good. Oh yeah, it says right here too, Puritans in America connected them with the practice of witchcraft well, then I'm going to take all my black cats and all my witches and we're going to have a good old time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely debunking this one. Sign sealed, delivered. Okay, next I want to talk about lucky pennies. So if you see a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck. Now, I am kind of biased on the penny thing because penny is my direct sign from spirit, my spirit guides. <laughs> so when I see a penny, it's a little more significant. I actually found a penny two days ago on top of a pile of wood at the grocery store. I mean, they come up in the most random ways. And most always I ask for the penny before I see it. But I found pennies in the strangest of places. I found them in food before. I found them in my shoes. I find them in my bed. All bizarre types of places that pennies don't normally land and shouldn't be. So anyway, I do believe that pennies are good luck. This is kind of just folklore. So American folklore. And it's based on the idea that metal regarded from many ancient cultures is very valuable. And since it's a coin, it was sent by the gods to protect those who they favored. And there is like a little rule that the penny should be tails up and that you should never turn it over and leave it for the next person because they'll have bad luck. I don't know. I mean, it, it was very difficult during COVID because I would see so many pennies and my boyfriend would be like, do not pick that up. Like that's disgusting. And I wouldn't care. It would I wouldn't matter even if I was like in the middle of Home Depot with a mask on gloves anything I'd pick up that penny I'd slather it in sanitizer and I would bring it home (laughs) and I have so many pennies on my altar it's actually disgusting (laughs) think of all the germs on there but think about all the blessings I've gotten from spirit every now and then I think like every year I'll have to turn in my pennies just because I need to give it back to the universe and to the earth because I've gotten my message and it's crazy how many I have I mean like thousands (laughs) so I believe in lucky pennies. Do you believe in lucky pennies? I think there's a lot of like lucky. I think there's like a rabbit's foot is lucky. It's kind of sad. Lucky horseshoes. There's a lot of like lucky things, but I think lucky penny is definitely a crowd favorite and is my favorite. (laughs) Friday the 13th. This is also a scary time. If the thirteenth falls on a Friday, it's a horrible bad luck and the world's gonna end. La la la. So this is actually associated with numerology. I'm not exactly sure the origin. So there goes my sighting. <laughs> I'm trying to read. I think it's okay. I think that's actually from the Bible because I think there was only 12 invited to the Last Supper, and then the 13th person that came caused the crucifixion of Christ. I think in history, King Philip IV was arrested on Friday the 13th and sentenced to death death. So that's kind of why that's, there are some dark days in history that happened on the 13th or Friday the 13th. Um, I've had like good Friday the 13th. I've had bad Friday the 13th. I'm kind of mixed feelings on this one. It's also funny because I remember someone always said, no, it's not Friday the 13th. It's Saturday the 14th. So I've heard so many different myths and legends. 13 is supposed to be a bad luck number. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I really agree with that because some people have lucky 13ths. So this is useless. (laughs) This is that was a couple minutes of your life. You won't get back. Okay, great. The next one is a superstition I didn't hear about until my friend Sita, you guys know her. She's been on the podcast a few times, told me about it. And now I'm like a true believer. But the superstition is never put your purse or your wallet on the ground. And she always said purse on the floor, money out the door. (laughs) And I actually do abide to this because I also just think energetically wherever you keep your money. First of all, your wallet and your purse and everything should be feng shuied. So this comes back to my belief in feng shui. But I do think that if you're putting it on the ground, it's just energy that you don't care about it. So I always try to put my purse high up. So it's so high up that I just can't keep up with all the money that's rolling in. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good little thing to do. If, if you don't believe in it, no big deal. Don't subscribe. But this is from South America, Central and South America countries, as well as the Philippines. Philippines just because they say resting your purse or wallet on the ground will lead to bad financial luck or you're on the ground bad luck. (laughs) They also believe that sitting directly on a cold ground if you're a woman will lead to not having children. That's interesting. All right, ladies, no sitting on the ground for us. We're all going to be infertile. (laughs) Some of these superstitions are so outdated. We need to make new superstitions. Like how about every time you high five someone, it's good luck. Or how about every time you return, a grocery cart to the cart carrier, you get instant karma. Because anyone that just leaves their grocery cart in the middle of the parking lot, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Or how about every time you meditate, you get a prize? See, these are superstitions I can freaking stand by because the other ones are so outdated and kind of lame, especially towards women and witches. Not about it. Okay, next, there's a superstition that you're not supposed to toast with water. I feel like I've toasted with water. I mean, people don't drink. You don't have to drink alcohol. But for whatever reason, even the person that's toasting with water, they say out loud, like, oh, I should not be toasting with water. But we don't know why. (laughs) And now I can tell you. So I guess toasting with water is wanting to wish death upon someone else. So it's like poison derived from a Greek myth that the spirits of the dead would drink the water from the river and then the river would either like poison your water or the spirit of the underworld would be forgetful. I think that you can toast with water as long as you, I guess, out loud say like, I'm just toasting with water. (laughs) I feel like every time I've done that, I've been square. So I guess, yeah, just if you're going to toast with water, just be like, hey, guys, toasting with water. I wish everyone well. Okay, a couple more. Another one that I've heard or believed for a minute is that killing a spider will either bring you bad luck or bring you days of rain. (laughs) And I think a few times I killed a spider, it rained in LA and I felt really guilty. So I actually just for reverence for living things. I try not to kill spiders. But this is actually from China. It's a ritual and belief that any insects in the home are actually helping preserve the home. So they're keeping it clean, especially spiders, because spiders clean up other bugs. I'm not exactly sure about cockroaches and other insects. But I know for a fact that you are supposed to not kill a spider, and you're supposed to keep it in your home. (laughs) I know that freaks people out, or at least put it outside in nature. You're not supposed to kill it because they have a lot of, I don't know, I always think of Charlotte's Web. She was great. What if she got killed? She wouldn't be able to help Wilbur on all those adventures, right? So um, I don't know. I, I think I try not to kill spiders, but I understand that people are freaked out by them. Obviously, if it's poisonous or you feel like you're in harm, feel free to like grab someone to do it or if you're brave, you can do it. But this is a tradition and superstition I kind of now stand by. I think it's custom in Chinese culture and has to do with good luck. So there's a lot of superstitions on the internet. I could go on all day, but I wanted to go over the main ones we think about. I mean, as a kid, I feel like I did so many superstitions. There's a lot of superstitions involving death, cemeteries, witches, all kinds of things. I mean, did you guys ever hold your breath when passing a cemetery? Or did you say cow's liver, cow's liver? My brother and I always did that. Is that just like an 80s baby thing? We would say cow's liver, cow's liver. And apparently if you say that twice, your soul wouldn't get taken by the cemetery. Also, you're not supposed to walk over a grave or steal flowers from a grave. I feel like that's a superstition we need to keep just in respect for those who were laid there to rest. And in general, I don't like to go off the beaten path in cemeteries. I find cemeteries beautiful. I've been through several. I don't love to go there just because sometimes I do pick up activities. Sometimes I don't. Cemeteries aren't necessarily where, where ghosts hang out, but a lot of ghosts do go there. So that's a mixed bag depending on the cemetery. But I definitely will say respect the grave. There was also something I I read on Reddit that I really loved, thought was pretty cool, that you're never supposed to put your bread upside down. Because apparently, if you put bread upside down, you are calling in an early death. Because back in the day, the executioners, they'd have to miss the day that you'd pick up your daily bread. So I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, I think of it as like a farmer's market situation where they had to go pick up all their you know <laughs> materials, resources and food and stuff. But the executioner had to Obviously, do an important job on that day. So then the baker would put aside his bread, but to remind himself that he needed to give it to him, he would turn the bread upside down. And what else? Oh, yeah. So one time a bird pooped on me (laughs) and Pooped on a bunch of my things, including my lunch that day. I think I got pooped on three times one day. And one of my coworkers, Betsy, she was in her late 70s at the time. She was incredible. She looked up at me and said, You need to go right now and go buy yourself like a lottery ticket because that's really good luck when a bird poops on you. You were like chosen. And I'm like, I don't feel very lucky because I have poop all over my lunch and all over my freaking outfit. I had to go home and change. But I ended up buying a lottery ticket that day and I won $250. So anytime a bird poops on me, I run right to the grocery store or right to the liquor store (laughs) and pick up my little lottery ticket. I think there's good superstitions to believe in, bad superstitions. Like If you're getting married and it rains, just be happy that you're marrying the love of your life. Who cares if it rains on your wedding? It's not bad luck. I promise. I actually now believe that sometimes when it rains, it's good luck on your wedding. Who knows? So I took to the gram to see if you guys had any superstitions you wanted to share, if they were good luck and bad luck, and I'm going to read a few of them. They're pretty freaking funny. I knock on wood as a joke, but I must believe it because I will run to find wood if there's none around. (laughs) Totally, girl. That's literally what I talked about. I always need to knock on wood. Okay, saying Macbeth in a theater. (laughs) Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. That's hilarious. I am a theater major, so I totally get that. That one Great Lakes girl. Hey, babe. <laughs> she said full moon equals craziness. It's not a superstition. It's backed by years of anecdotal evidence as an RN. Hell yeah, girl. I feel you. Okay, some more. When cooking, throw leftover salt behind my shoulder. <laughs> yes, I read about that one online. I've never understood it. Carrie Gibson hair says I do hair and every time I'm about to sweep under the feet, I stop because I don't want anyone to get offended. That's hilarious there's an old wives tale that if you sweep under people's feet, it means you'll never get married. Rocker Duh says, when you accidentally say someone else's name, it means they are talking about you. Ooh, When your right palm itches, it means you're getting money. If you drop a knife on the floor, someone else has to pick it up. (laughs) Don't let go of hands to go around an obstacle, i.e. a pull. Yes, that actually is something I do. If I'm holding hands with my boyfriend, a light or you know trash can or something, I always make him go on the side with me. You're never supposed to break hand contact with someone you're holding hands with to go around an obstacle because it means there is a a breakup happening. Anyway, thanks for sharing, guys. I always love when you uh, tell me what you're feeling and it's really fun to bring it into the podcast. So thanks for sharing your superstitions, good and bad. Anyway, this is just a fun little quick episode about these superstitions. If you have ones that you believe in or ones that I've missed, feel free to hit me up on Instagram and I can do another episode. You know where to find me at spirit underscore sis on Instagram or find me online at my website, (laughs) spiritsis.com. Okay, everyone, until next time, cross your fingers, dot your eyes and don't step on the cracks. You don't want to break your mama's back. (laughs) Bye-bye.